Hello, this is Kenya, and welcome to my magical cottage core life. It's a beautiful day outside, so that's where I am. And I'm recording this episode so that you can enjoy the outdoors with me. Now, today's topic is going to be interesting because it's one that not everybody's going to agree with, and that's absolutely fine. But I found it to be true for me and my family, and it may be true for you and yours. So today, I need you to open up your big book of stuff and turn to the section on essential items to carry while in the woods, because today we're going to talk about why it's essential to carry a pocket knife, especially if you're a girl. So let's get started. spent any time in the woods or in the backyard and you've explored as a girl you'll know that there's so much stuff out there things you want to lift up pry open uh, maybe take a little cutting of and you can't do that without a good pocket knife now understand different states have different laws and different cities have different ordinances so you want to make sure that your pocket knife doesn't exceed any of those things here in Michigan, and especially in Detroit, three inches seems to be the universal standard of being an acceptable length for a pocket knife. Remember, you're measuring all the way from where it opens up to the tip and back, so that should be no longer than three inches. Just a little shorter, that's even better. And that's plenty to do what you need to do with it. You can use it to pry open little pockets of dirt to be able to look up under rocks to see if you can find creatures there that you might want to learn about, maybe take a sample of, or give a new home, especially if you're prying near swamps. Just keep in mind, right now in Michigan, it's the time of year where there are snakes, so maybe take another look before you start digging around where you see movement. Another thing to keep in mind is that pocket knives are great for gathering flowers. Just make sure that when you gather flowers they're not protected. I know, I know, I'm always talking about being a good steward, but it's true. Right now in a certain park near Royal Oak, Michigan, the trout lilies are popping and so is the red trillium and the white trillium, or so are they. And I don't want to see a whole colony of flowers being snatched up before everybody gets to enjoy them. Interesting thing about the flowers though, just because you get the flowers doesn't mean you're necessarily always killing the plant. These flowers grow from bulbs, so they're there all year round. And it's quite possible that those bulbs could be up to a thousand years old. We don't know how old bloodroot bulbs or trillium bulbs may go. Okay, so before I get another um, question about that, and uh, uh, maybe a a comment that might be uncomfortable, I'm referring to not being able to determine accuracy as far as how old the bulb may be for bloodroot or this this system, this not a bulb system. For bloodroot, it's rhizomes, and I am aware of that. But again, we have no way of knowing how old that colony is because the plant world is not like us. They create seeds when they want to, not when we want to. That's why they have that particular plant choosing when it wants to make seeds or just to help move itself by rhizome. 
another great reason why you need your pocket knife is just in case you get threads that are snagged from your clothing while you're walking through the woods or through the brambles. Because especially if you go berry picking later this year, you're probably picking out your spots. You're probably seeing where your wild roses are growing, where your blackberries are going to grow, where you'll be able to wildcraft things like thorny things like gooseberries, and all of those places have a tendency to have brambles. You also want to be able to cut something off of your clothing if, in case it gets caught, like the cockleburrs, because they like to stick to you. That's how they spread their seed for the most part, not every part. And you want to be able to get those off without having to pinch them. Those things are kind of pokey pokey. That's how they stick to you. You don't want to hurt yourself. So you can use those to help brush them off a little bit easier with the tip of your pocket knife, and it's very handy. Another thing you can do is if there's any kind of cordage making material around, you may want to use it to cut it to size. Something I don't want to stress lightly is that you do not want to use your pocket knife to carve initials into trees, into brambles, into anything. That hurts the tree, that hurts the plant, and there's no real justification for that. I understand wanting to leave a lasting impression. Everybody does, but that's not the best way to do it. If you really feel moved to leave a lasting impression in a tree, tie a ribbon, but don't constrict the tree. It should be something that will fall off naturally. Try to think about something like twine and hang it loosely so nothing gets hurt, not too loosely. Don't want anything getting its little neck caught. If you use jute, it's even a little better because it's less likely to hurt anything. But never, ever carve into a living tree just to leave initials or dedications. It's not only sad and sorrowful, it's really kind of mean-spirited. But what you can do is use your pocket knife to make little bitty scrapings on different kinds of plant branches or uh, stems to see if there's green there, if it's still alive while you're planning whether or not to clear away an area of debris or dead brush because that way you'll be able to tell is it really dead or is it just dormant. If you haven't done it before, ask someone who knows how to do it. Another reason to have a pocket knife and not just scissors is precision, because you might want to do something like gathering red buds, and you don't want to gather a whole line of them, or you want to gather violets, but you don't want all of them. This way, you can slide the end of your pocket knife in and cut just what you need. Often when we use scissors, even gathering scissors, you know, a dedicated pair, it is not uncommon to accidentally cut too much or affect pieces of plant materia that are nearby. You don't want that. So if you're gonna do that, just take a lot of care and a little time with it. It's really easy to hurt an entire group of plants all together by the scissoring action instead of just taking a little clipping. And remember, clipping should also always, always be with the consent of the landowner if there is a landowner involved. And if the DNR says no, it is no. It's not negotiable. No means no, especially with the Michigan Department of Natural Resources. They will take everything you have if you break their rules. Trust me, people learn that lesson every year.
Another good reason for a girl to carry a pocket knife is this. If you see something that's caught up in something, you can kind of let it go. Now, if you're really young, you should be out with your parents, not just wandering around, just, you know, getting into everything. You should be in at least a group for safety reasons. But if you, at this time of year, see a rabbit get its foot caught in something and they can't get it out, this would be the time to cut their little foot loose. Not to cut the foot off, to cut whatever their foot's caught on. And I know it seems like that's really easy to, you know, figure out, but I want to be clear because sometimes people don't understand what I'm saying on the radio. Things can be lost in translation. I have seen that recently that sometimes people don't always understand what I'm saying. So I want to be clear, cut away the obstruction or the snare, not the rabbit foot itself and let them go. Don't touch the rabbit. Don't try to move the rabbit. Just get it free. It doesn't just have to be a rabbit, you know, but whatever it is. But never approach something unless it definitely can't free itself on its own. And if you're really young, ask an adult. The adults are there for helping. Just make sure it's an adult you know. Another good reason that a girl should have a pocket knife is because if you're on the beach, it's really great to be able to draw the limits and the expansion areas for your sand castles or whatever creations you're making on the beach. Here in Michigan, we have so much beach. You can definitely make yourself a mandala on the beach if you wanted to, or just a really beautiful portrait just with a pocket knife. It's really good for it. Just always remember to dry it off. Make sure you keep your pocket knife oiled and sharpened on a regular basis. Ask an adult to show you how. If you are an adult and you are a young lady or a young woman or an older woman or whatever age woman or girl, then this is definitely the same advice. Make sure it stays oiled, clean, and sharpened so that there's no accidents. Did you know that is a, a knife that is sharper is safer than a dull knife? It's true, it won't slip. Something else for doing at the beach, you can dig trash out of the sand with your pocket knife. Bottles or cans that are half in the sand are easier to come out with a knife to be able to loosen the soil. And of course, you can always do a beach cleaning with your friends. That's always fun. Another good thing is if you're out and having a nice clam bake, you can open it up the clams with your knife, but not right now. It's not necessarily the right month. yet one more reason why a girl needs a pocket knife. In case you have to tighten up a screw, you can use the back side, the flat side of the pocket knife to help turn it depending on the kind of screw it is. This will help you on your bike rides. This will help you if you have things going on with other mechanical gadgets. It's also good in case your picnic basket comes apart. And of course, we're talking about whimsical things. We're not talking about anything super serious right now. That's why we're keeping it light and breezy. But there are a lot of things you can do with it. You can also repair glasses sometimes, depending on the, the thickness of the blade. It's just so useful in so many ways. So it's kind of good to have one. And if you get a scrape or something, you can always cut just a little bit of uh, fabric to act as a makeshift band-aid if you don't have your own first aid kit. You know, And that's just to wait until you get home or somewhere safe. 
but it's just the thought, especially if you cut off a leaf of plantain and put it on there. There you go. Now you're ready to go. You know, cut it off, chew it up, mix it with your spit, put it on. It's good times. I guess finally, the last reason that you need a pocket knife is to spread jam on bread. I mean, how much cottage core does it get? How much more cottage core can it get than jam on bread? Simple jam on bread, especially if it's strawberry jam. You know, sharing that bread with a friend is great. And I'd like to share this virtual jam on bread with you while we talk about this. I've missed you. I've missed sharing time with you. And so we're going to go back to a more regular schedule and have a lot more adventures together. Isn't that great? I love sharing things with my friends and we're all friends, right? We are. You're my friend. I'm your friend. Friends like you and me. Okay, wait a minute. Not going to violate that copyright, but (laughs) I missed that song. Used to raise my daughter on it. So, I guess that means there's another thing you can use that pocket knife for. You can find old cassettes of old, like, nursery rhymes or songs that you used with your child growing up. You can listen to them again and rewind them and turn them just like a pencil. Just stick that knife in the gear and turn it backward. (laughs) If only we could turn back time, right? I look forward to these times together we spend. And I look forward to seeing you here again on my Magical Cottage Core Life.